0: everyone. We are excited that we're right back here once again to feed from Dr. Larry. We thank the father for how he has been teaching us and um, just grooming us concerning personal scripture development study. So for those who have been watching, just want to remind you to like, subscribe and share. And then if you have any questions while the teaching is going on, be sure to post it in the live chat and we'll be sure to address it. So shalom to you and we are ready to receive Dr. Larry.
1: Okay. Love you much. Appreciate you much. And we say shalom again. All right. And of course, uh, we're closing out uh, Unleavened Bread uh, last day of uh, the Holy Week. The Holy Week of dedicating ourselves to the word yeshua is the bread from heaven he is the word or the bread he's talking about the teaching of the kingdom that's undefiled. so that's what unleavened me update the terminology to kingdom definition of terms is the word uncontaminated and we are believing to teach you the incorruptible indestructible seed of the word of elohim so we're going to review some questions. We we dealt with this message. Let's pull up our title page, and then we're going to go uh, to note seven and review these questions. And our title page is why, what, who? Our living Bread, Passover, Easter, Palm Sunday, and Good Friday. Uh, we just uh, selected those names, which people are familiar with. And we uh, was teaching this uh, on the weekend. So we had about 11 questions, and we're going to go To the first one. And the first one was on note seven is there anything wrong? The first question was note seven is there anything wrong with celebrating Palm Sunday? By what authority was Palm Sunday made a law? We dealt with that. Yeah, everything is wrong. It was the authority that made Palm Sunday a law was Roman leaders of the Roman universal religious uh, uh, church system, not the Holy Spirit. It was a Roman. Now, um, okay. Sometimes, and other teachers and elders, you have experienced this, or you just experience this in everyday life. You uh, get on something that you want to move on, but it's like you held there to deal with it, even though you said it a thousand times, have done it a thousand times, but you were just held right there uh, longer than what you think you should be there. You know, instead of just trying to cover all your notes and cover all that, you get in this area and the Holy Spirit lock you in. You experience that as teachers, teaching elders, you have experienced that. Well, and I noticed that when we uh, really begin to talk about the uh, holy days and holy weeks. Many times he'll hold me in Baruch one fourteen teaching that in depth. Here's the reason why. He told me why today. I just follow him. If he tell me to stick one, that that's I'm staying there. <laughs> you not know, move no further. It's because mankind in the earth and religion, humanistic religion, don't understand the law. Of eternity or time have no clue of to when the word said, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So religion set its own days and worship up, and at the same time break the laws of the government of the kingdom relative to the days that have already been set. So this is why people still will have resurrection Sunday. This is why people still will have Pentecost Sunday. In other words, people still live by the Gregorian calendar, which is dominated, which dominates the world, which was produced by Rome, by the way. The Hebrew calendar uh, have been neglected, laid to the side on purpose. So you all are coming to the knowledge, but many still think, it don't matter that's a that's a, a statement of a criminal that has been taught to break the laws of the kingdom see if the enemy working areas like these so if you all if the holy spirit hold me there i know you all know exp- that's what's happening that's what's going on cuz the holy spirit want to get across to everybody that no man was ever gain, given authority over eternity or time the father, that's why he said everything before he created man. And most people don't know the proper interpretation of Beresheet 114, even when you teach it, even when I teach it, because there's a religious stronghold set in their system Say days don't matter. Some people don't celebrate birthdays. I, you know, I, I never d- dug into that doctrine because it don't make sense when he told us to number our days, be thankful to the Lord. That he allowed you to make your passage through your mother's womb into this earth. I mean, into the atmosphere that you were already created. You're already in her. That he allowed you to make it through there. You know, so that's a lot of religious teaching. So that's that's the main thing. That's the main reason why uh, people still do that is because they have neglected the laws of the kingdom. And rebelled against the Father by creative rights as the only one that set time and set eternity. Okay, so number one was palm Sunday. No, you don't do that. All right, that's that's all a product of the religious system. Uh, somebody said, uh, you know, the mainstream media promotes humanistic religion as well as as well as darkness, the culture that we live in promotes rebellion every pillar every sector every section of culture that you can mention that's not being governed by the laws of the government of the kingdom promotes rebellion promotes that the financial pillars you know pillars the support system promotes rebellion you you get compound interest you get the richer richer and the poor poor the health system the biggest drug dealers on earth are led by the drug dealing pharmacists, backed up by the whole uh pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry. Keeping the culture want you to be sick and not ever get well. Will make you dependent upon medication and not holistic uh healing. I heard Dr. Bobby uh Price say, and he knows what he's talking about: 80% of Americans are pre-diabetic, and 50% of them don't even know it. Just by the American diet alone, it produces that condition. It produces uh, heart failure. It produces uh, all these other, um, what is it, people dying every 34 seconds from cardiovascular diseases and stuff like that. The American diet is designed to produce that, you see. And uh, someone, uh, one of our elders was sharing earlier before we come on, we always give opportunity as team minister for the elders or whoever to share what the Holy Spirit is dealing with them. And it was mentioned about a secret sin, secret sin, you know, of eating wrong. Well, actually, I thought about it. I said, it's not a secret because you can look at people and tell them they eating wrong. When the population of obes- o- obesity is out of control and many saints, in that category and because of the addiction to the main culture see food is a culture diet is a culture because of the addiction to the american diet which produces death many saints are called into the same thing it's mainstream anything mainstream saints should separate from it for the sake of being a saint saints should be separated from the main culture just like the mega. Church mega churches they they can't be mega if they don't promote the culture of religion and the culture of America. If you don't do that, you can't promote it. You got people who want to be bodybuilders. Women want to be bodybuilders and put a strain on and go show all their muscles in rebellion against the Father' original image and His creation of a woman. You're not to look like a man in no shape, form, or fashion, but they will reject the truth and go to a place that accepts that rebellious thought and rebellious act. Lot of the modeling industry, the fashion industry, all of this stuff. I'm getting at the mainstream culture is toxic. It's not of the kingdom culture, the government of the kingdom. It's not. So when saints begin to separate and become sanctified, you won't have no problems with all this stuff. You're separated from separated from it. So it's a product of mainstream. That's everybody does that. Everybody, I'm talking to Jim. Z said wife been sick and stuff. And uh, but they went to Popeyes. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I don't know. If she's just ready to die. Or what and want to die in style? I don't know. How can you eat something like that? That's killing you. People just basically have given up on life all right okay so now no to that now question number two was and we reviewing this should citizens as note nine should citizens of the kingdom of heaven celebrate passover and unleavened bread or is it just for the jews only no it's not for the jews only that term came about uh based on a split in the tribe and one tribe being labeled as uh, Judah and that was Judah and Benjamin and the Levi's. Three, three, uh, they, they were there. And because they followed the law that was given them more precisely than the nation of Israel, the ten tribes that had went, went off on their own, they was called Judah. And not Jews, it's Judah. You know, and you can't find no scripture in the Bible to substantiate that. You will find erroneous teaching where people are teaching separating the nation of israel and when people do it i said you don't know that yuda is inclusive of benjamin and who you calling israel's is only 10 tribes i mean basic stuff no let's go to the next question we just reviewing because
2: we already taught that okay um
1: and we shared how that before constantine was yeah thank you for getting it because i was before Constantine was, there was Jeroboam. And the scripture says explicitly in Aleph Malikum 12 and 32, that Jeroboam, you don't have to go there, I'm just going to read it. Jeroboam also inaugurated a religious feast in the eighth month on the 15th day of the month, like the religious feast, which was in Utah. And he offered sacrifices on the altar. Thus he did in Bethel We talked about that. Bethlehem, the house of Yah, the house of Elohim. Paul God. The only God is Elohim. All right. By sacrificing to the calves that he had made, he made, just like Constantine made, Palm Sunday, Easter Sunday was made by a Roman ruler. You see? And he placed, and which he had made. I mean, that's, That's it. Was done before Constantine. Jeroboam, the brother in Africa, did it before Constantine. The Romans did it. So no, let's go. uh, Now let's go back to the question. Question number three was: When I look up information on the internet and even with my favorite concordance, all of them are in harmony concerning Passover being for the Jews or a Jewish holiday. That, that emanates from mainstream religion, mainstream culture. That's why it's like that. <laughs> you have to go off the grid of mainstream doctrine and religion to get the truth, to know that that's not right. No. All right, that's why you can't trust other people's writings. Okay, and let's go uh, forward, review that, go back and listen to the teaching. We dealt with that real good. Okay, let's go to the fourth one, which is the scriptures say we should keep the more deep, word feast come from the uh, Hebrew word Moedib, and it means divine appointed days. You see there? Divine appointed. So Pope George Gregory was not divine appointed. The Holy Spirit didn't tell him to come up with no calendar. Uh, Constantine was not divine appointed. The Roman Catholic Church was not divine appointed. So how, that's what's going on. And you got word of faith ministries celebrating Resurrection Sunday, celebrating this. And it's not in the scripture. It's not divinely appointed. Okay. The scriptures say we should keep the more deep, divine appointed days, but not the old way. The old way is making reference to when we talk that it's the ritual and ceremonial part of it. Like the uh, Jews or used used to. But do acknowledge it in a different way. We do, it, we do keep the more deeds, but not with the old, contaminated religion that was tied to it. The ritual and ceremonial came from the father, but Yeshua dealt with that. There was a lot of uh, 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 traditional stuff that was added on by the religious folk also. Now, uh, question number five: uh, As a kingdom citizen, as a kingdom citizen, should I participate? and celebrating Easter, what's wrong with it? Everything is wrong with it. I've made enough statements concerning that. Everything, everything. You will not find Easter in scripture. You will find uh, uh, in in Messiah 12, you will find a wrong word used. In the King James Bible, for all of y'all saying he was so authentic and it's it's not right. No, No, it isn't is not right so no you should not participate you should be not dancing for nobody serving for nobody singing for nobody or cooking for nobody and defiling what's holy by worshiping uh participating in demonic worship you can't sit at the lord's table and demon's table too and i'll be telling people all the time about all this other stuff and activity y'all got going and the scripture said, you can't have no other so-called God along with me, period. I thought about like some vets, veterans, you know, like that. We'll have to watch it. Just because, you know, I'm a veteran, then you'll do me special, but run over somebody else that, that's born again in need of help. But because the veteran hold of honor has been put above the scripture. I don't do that. I don't do that, period. I'm just using that for one thing because I'm a I'm a born I'm born again. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. I'm I am an ambassador and nothing supersedes or override that I refuse to worship demons. Refuse it. All right, come on, come on to six. And we just just reviewing you go back and listen to the message. Uh we talked this past weekend and you see how we dealt with it. Since I shouldn't celebrate Easter, what about resurrecting, the Sunday No. That's already been answered. Ain't such thing as no resurrection Sunday. Yeshua was not resurrected on a Sunday. Yeshua was resurrected on the third day of the counting of the Omer according to the scripture. And of course, no man have no authority to change time because no man created time. Nobody have a right to change anything
2: that the father created. Okay. All right, now
1: let's pick up on seven. What what should I be? Uh, what should be? What what should I be doing? Uh, doing doing a living bread. What is it? I thought it was for the Jews only. Focus on the original mandate of why you were created. Detox your belief system from all the religious doctrine. That's answered. Okay. All right, and we just told you what unleavened is. Yeshua said, I'm the bread from heaven. It's talking about the word, uncontaminated, uninfiltrated. That's what that whole holy week was about. And just during this week is when the word was crucified, buried, and rose. It's when the word was offered up as a first fruit offering the same time the barley was offered, offered up. Uh, during this covenant week, the word was the primary focus you see the word who was yeshua uncontaminated all right now uh so let's go to eight that's what we're going to pick up at did yeshua celebrate passover and unleavened bread yes (laughs) remember passover is a part of the feast of unleavened bread yes he did He, remember the Seder, uh, it means order of the covenant. The covenant that Yeshua himself would complete to redeem man and bring man back to a proper relationship of righteousness with the father and receive his uh, dominion back by way of receiving what Yeshua did, the process he went through, and acknowledge him again as being Lord. To acknowledge Yeshua as being Lord is to acknowledge the word as being Lord and ruler of our lives. And then we get born again, washing a regeneration by the Holy Spirit. So Passover and see how it been, how, how, how it's been chopped up and separated. Because people talk about Passover, 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 Passover. And they don't talk about the counting of the Omer. Don't talk about, a day of preparation. Don't talk about first fruits. Don't talk about more deed giving. Don't talk about that week being the whole week is a Shabbat, a special week, a special week. So that's what Yeshua, and it's not the Lord's Supper. That's what Yeshua was doing. He was bringing in, fulfilling the ritual and ceremonial and establishing the kingdom way of celebrating and honoring the covenant of eternal life so yes he did the whole thing and this time it was his time prior to that he would go through what everybody else went through okay now let's go to nine since Yeshua sure is our passover we don't have to celebrate passover anymore right and let me get one of the uh ambassadors is that right
2: wrong wrong
1: absolutely wrong now you you know um and it's it's amazing oh uh, is that i left corinthians 5
2: and 6 and 8 where he talks about that let, 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 me, let me let me let me let me look at that let me see that is that it uh yes let's let's yeah. go
1: there let's go there you can go in the NIV. Let's look at that right quick. Well, you know, since Christ is our Passover, we don't have to. He been He been made. We don't We don't do that stuff. That's for the Jews. That's under the law. You lying, bro? Or oh, you can't read too? And you have been to a seminary? How can you graduate from a seminary not knowing how to read? And a reader is going to begin at verse six. And the reader is going to stop at verse eight. And I might interject with the reader. Let's go. Uh, I'll Corinthians five and six. I'll Corinthians five and six.
2: All right, here we go. Going
1: on up. Let's bring it on up so we can start reading. We're gonna begin at verse six, is at the bottom. Come on up some more. We're still at the bottom. There you go. All right. Now we are doing this. Audience, those who are studying with us, this is informal. This is a personal development session. We'll, even though this is end of the holy week, uh, what we are doing, we do this on purpose to show you scripture and how you move around and stuff like that. All right, so come on and begin reading at verse six. Um, i'll start yeah um your boasting is not good don't you know
3: that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough get rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new unleavened batch as you really are for messiah our passover lamb has been sacrificed therefore let us keep the festival wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute y'all.
2: why are the people not reading it They stop right there.
1: Every Christian that celebrate Easter and say that that's for the Jews only, stop reading right there. You can't either you're going to read it all or read none of it. Either you're going to accept it all or reject it all. You can't stop reading. He said, therefore, let us keep the Moadib, which is the divine appointed days, divine appointed time. Here's Sheol reemphasizing that man did not create time. See? And man need to let that go. But tradition is so strong because it's mainstream. Anything that's mainstream, you need to run from it. Run more uh forest run and run some more run from it all right keep reading it that's that's right in scripture and some people don't believe in the uh I you know New Testament was coined by Bishop Melito 150 AD uh Catholic Bishop of the church at Sardis we know that we know the correct term is the Messianic scriptures we know that it was originally in Hebrew we know that the colonizers when he hacked the books up and formed the bible they intentionally told a lie that the hebrew writers wrote in greek the biggest lie you can ever hear and when i first heard that i said that's a lie before i knew it i just <laughs> in my first day in the seminary you know back in eight 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 or nine and before i know it i said out loud that's a lie <laughs> yes i did and um my instructor in theology told me, he said, Ella, you're right. That is a lie. It's in our sy- syllabus. It's in our syllabus. And we're going to give them the answer they want in order to pass this class. Because we have to turn in everything to the accrediting association. We, we, are fully, we have a fully accredited, uh, you call a seminary, but we're not calling it seminary. We've been accredited for years. You know, I served as dean, one of the professors, and and taught the doctorate degree and the master degree uh, courses. So that's what mainstream teach. Y'all getting this? That's what mainstream teach is not correct. Now, uh, continue to read.
3: Therefore, let us keep the festival. Not with the old bread leavened with malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity
1: and truth. And 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 celebrate Easter and Palm Sunday and Resurrection uh, Sunday and do that. Do you see that anywhere in there? From your, it's not in your text neither. Do, does anyone, even on YouTube live, open your scriptures up? And you let me know. Do you see any? Palm Sunday or Easter Sunday do you see it in there?
2: let me look at something right quick all right sincerity and truth let, let me check this scripture you can take that down I know what it was it was a uh, uh I know what it was
1: uh let's uh, look at the uh messiah 12 and 3 look at it in the we're going to look at it in the king james then we're going to look at it in niv and then we'll show you why none of these translations ought to be bragged on let's look at it uh messiah 12 and 3 Okay. Okay. Now, verse three. And because, no, I'm getting somebody else to read, so we won't nobody think I'm making this up. This is the King James version that Pete bragging on. Begin reading at verse three. Give me another reader. Verse three, and, or you can do it yourself. And Go
0: because ahead. he saw it pleased the use, he proceeded further to take Kepha also. Then were the days of then were the days of unleavened bread and no, when
1: watch, watch watch the days of what
0: unleavened bread.
1: Unleavened bread. Now here's a truth stated. Now, when did the death, burial, and resurrection happen, Dr. Renick? Doing what?
2: The days of unleavened bread. When was Yeshua resurrected, Dr. Renee? Doing what week?
0: Yes, during Unleavened Bread.
2: Okay,
1: so he was resurrected during Unleavened Bread. He was crucified, buried, doing Unleavened Bread. When was Pasaka Passover, Passover, Dr. Renee? During Unleavened Bread.
0: Doing Unleavened
1: Bread, right? All that took place during Unleavened Bread. When was the counting of Omer? When did that start? During what week?
0: Doing Unleavened Bread.
2: Days on living bread. This, this is the truth. But you don't see none of this written, showing and telling the whole truth. Now, read verse 4.
0: And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternarians of soldiers to keep him intending after easter to bring him forth to the people
1: okay no. so why is easter in the king james version
2: and you got unleavened bread there yeshua he just did what he did it's two things here
1: easter was a (laughs) pre-existing roman holiday where they celebrated estrus, or ISIS, or, uh, what's the other one? Go all the way back to Africa, dealing with fertility and sex. Number two, the King James Version, the Anglican Church picked up what the Catholic Italian Roman Church was doing. They They never got off Easter. Neither one of them. And because that's in the King James Version, most people celebrate Easter. And it's wrong. It's dead wrong. But because it's in the Bible. And when I say, when you read the Bible, everything in the Bible is not true, the truth. It's true that the translators put Easter in there, but it's a lie. That believers had anything to do with Easter. Now, all now look at the NIV. Let's see what's in there. Let's let's see what's in the NIV. This is the only translation that carries that word, and we're gonna prove it. Come on, Dr. Nathan. Now read four.
0: After arresting him. He put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of the four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for the public trial after the Passover, the p- scar.
1: There it is. Pesach in the Hebrew, now you got Passover in there.
2: And, and people tell you not to read the
1: uh, NIV. Now, you should just stick with the King James. What? I mean... I'm not throwing nobody on the bus, but some—I mean, it's—it's—I it's, think it's about time for some of this stuff to stop. It's like people take their intelligence and throw it out the window when they read the Bible. You can take it down. It's like inte- highly intelligent, sophisticated, intelligent people, all kind of degrees. They—they they throw common sense out. And say this what it is, and you got different translation rendering, a different interpretations. On the other end of the spectrum, you got other religions saying it's a, this book is a fairy tale. It conflict itself. It conflicts all the way through. Why should I believe that? And then the religious folk get mad. Ah, you, you should, this fellow, you shouldn't listen to them. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. I mean, family fighting. I mean, evil fights. The Bible said this and said, listen, come on out of here. This, this is where we are. That's what I was saying earlier. Why did it, it, religion have painted this picture of El Gabor, the all powerful ruling father, as being weak? and taking anything and anybody and letting them stay in the same state that they are in if any man seek him they will find him that's not the that's not all see the scripture says let's go to um is it i left timotheus 2 let's go to
2: i left timotheus 2 Come on. Two and uh, three. Begin reading the verse. Just read verse two and three. Two, three, and wait a minute. No, we're going to read three and four. Three, four, five, and six.
0: This is good and pleases Elohim, our Savior, who wants all People to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth.
1: Hold on, hold on, Dr. Nick. Now, I, when you see say, just cross the rest of it out. Now, read it again. Don't even read the other part.
2: I'm sorry. Repeat that. I'll
1: do it. Who won't? Th- this is what's set in the head of people. This is what's set in the head right here when it comes to the Portrayal that's been presented of who the Father is. Uh, this is good and pleases Elohim, our Savior, or Yeshua, the Father, our Savior. Not sure is not the Father, sure is the Son of the Father, who wants all people to be saved. And that's it. For there's one one sovereign ruler and one mediator between Elohim and man, the man, Yeshua, Messiah, who gave Himself a ransom for all people. We just want people to be saved. That's all that matters as long as you're getting saved. Again, there is that that demon again that's telling this educated person that when it comes to the Bible, you can take stuff out at your discretion to fit your religion. He wants all people
2: to become saved and not to stay ignorant coming to the knowledge of the truth
1: so when you look at these translations and i'm I'm showing you the errors and why people think the way that they think it's come from mainstream media okay how big the 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 congregation is how it don't make no difference error is error all right let's go to question 10 let's go to question 10 this is a good study Uh, I my system pastor to send me my, uh, someone, a ministry tech team, somebody to send me my time. You can text it to me. Whew. All right. Someone else read this for us.
0: Omer means 10th. On the 50th day of the counting of the Omer. Wait, minute, hold on. Begins... Hold on.
1: Hold on. The question one read. I want the question read first. Number 10. what is the counting of the omer that's the question what is the counting of the omer i know we got a couple of deep folk you know and I, I watch people like that it's like what dj ldj was saying that he was talking about the ministry too much and not about the father But then you got others well i already knew that when i came there you didn't know nothing when nobody, and I still haven't heard nobody teaching the message of the kingdom. I hear them saying the word, but not teaching the message of the kingdom, because I'm people that you said had so much knowledge will have resurrection Sunday and Easter egg hunts.
2: What is the kind?
1: now, I'm going to ask the question. Y'all let me know one by one. Have you heard Ever heard about the counting of the Omer or what it meant prior to you hearing the message that been that has been coming from Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors? One by one, had you heard the message about the armor? Did you know what the counting of the armor was? No, 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 no.
0: no sir. No,
1: no, no.
2: no. 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 Nope. No. I know that was. I think I got a couple more, and say nothing yet. Now
1: have you heard it, you need to say yes. No. Make no, make it, no, no. right. Um, I know it's no,
2: cause I hadn't heard. I
1: kept reading the third day, third day, and I was and you know, I was trying to. I mean, I was wrestling with how how could it's something not right. And I just, I just, I just submitted to the fact that I didn't know, and I wanted to know, and wasn't nobody teaching. Couldn't nobody answer me that question. Y'all keep saying the third day, but you keep counting from Good Friday and you're not getting third days, three days out of that. And how could Yeshua be resurrected on the third day and he had to stay in the grave three days? I heard somebody ta- 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 taught a message about the third day and they, they, they changed the time and broke it down. I heard Perry Stone teaching that craziness. We know that it was 12-hour days and he supposed, you know, he a European, Eastern European Yehudaite by family or something like that, and people just oh, ah oh just believe everything they say, and he do the plays and stuff like that, and in his plays, all all the participants are Europeans, ain't no black folk in it, none zero. You can't get it. I was talking to about said, man. I don't know yet, but I know the Holy Spirit is going to show me and prove that he did not get up on the third day that would have violated the three days he said would be in there. He had to get up the fourth day. And we was in California. Remember when they was talking about that? That's no, that's not right. That's not right. I don't just, I don't laugh stuff off. If it's not right, it's not right. And I heard, I, I studied and started, I did not researching. I got a hold to uh, some, some documents that dealt with unleavened bread And I had enough word knowledge to filter out all the religious stuff and I saw it. The third day of the counting of the omer is when he rose. That's what the counting of the omer means. The third day of the counting of the omer was the fourth day, completing three days. Him completing three days in the grave, the fourth day he got up, that was the third day of the counting of the omer. And we, we went all through that teaching in detail. It's very simple. Their preparation marked the first. That was a 14 the 14th of Nisan. Okay, so let's go back to uh, this note here.
2: No, Omer
1: means tent. Omer means tent. Now, somebody asked this question. When you hear the word tent and don't just do it fast. I want you to say it clearly and slowly. What word come to your mind when you hear a tenth?
2: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: Tied. Now, we're teaching right now. We, we're still in the teaching about the kingdom principles, of the foundation of financial kingdom principles, the, the foundation of finance in the kingdom we teach in the main two layers and now you're going to understand this even better we're focusing on what first fruit and tide right right am i right you're right (laughs) now the counting of the omer you had the first fruit given of barley
2: During Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks,
1: you had the wheat harvest. The wheat harvest came because of the dedication of the first fruits of Omer, of barley, excuse me, of of barley, first fruits of barley. Barley could withstand more harsh conditions than wheat. Yeshua was the barley offering unto the father he could go in hell and deal with it and we couldn't by him going into hell took the keys from lucifer slapped his demons around and told him you can't hold me i'm righteous that guaranteed that we would be born again through yeshua so omer meaning tent. yeshua was the first fruit mm-hmm and then on the third day of the omen, he got up as a tithe. The tithe ensures the remaining of the harvest. The first fruit honor the father and sanctifies the tithe. And the tithe is the insurance, just like the barley. Oh, man, the barley offering, the first fruit offering ensured that the wheat would come in you is sure. mm. our insurance when we receive it that we get born again. He is the guarantee that man can be put back in his place of right relationship with the father and be righteous with the father and get his dominion back. It was because of what he did that we are who we are right now. Okay, all of this is significant. All, we don't need, all that old stuff and that old stuff, we don't need to listen to that. No, bro, you don't get too big. I, one of my favorite teachers said that he's not here no more. Now I listen to all this stuff and I watched him get an error. I watched him get an error and then he started correcting it on the end, but it had, things had to be moved. Just like Moshe. great as he was, the father said, You can't go. I don't care how great a teacher is, where they come from. I don't care how many books they got, how many nations they have been to. It doesn't matter. When you are on that level and people are actually taking every word from your mouth as being truth and you get in error, you gotta go. Moshe was the first one, a man, and the scripture said he was more humble than anybody who ever walked the face of this earth. Until he presented a wrong image of who the father was. And the father said Moshe, we, we got it face to face, bro. But you, you get,
2: it's got the end here. You didn't sanctify me.
1: And his brother, Aran, the same thing. Aran, you listen to the people. And you start getting them big offerings. So you taught what they wanted to hear. Mm. Take your
2: clothes off. You got to go. And I hear people, ooh, I want to be a prophet to the nations and I want to
1: travel around the world. You don't know what you're asking for. And you mess around, get in there and miss it one time and have people thinking this about the father millions of are not true you got to go case closed shut it down you got to come on in that's when an ambassador mess up they are called back in they can't stay out in the field and we be trying to figure out well how come so-and-so passed i thought they was a person of faith and then old gang sales and naggers and all of them old religious folk they get happy See, so i told you that old word of faith teacher i took look i'm still living Kind of tell somebody what to do and how to eat. I'm eating my bacon and eggs. I'm still living. They so holy, they gone. Now, we know what it was? They got to the point where they was influencing the father's people
2: in the wrong way and the father had stopped that. Yahashua, where are your son? Take the place of your your mentor.
1: And I want you to take him on to the promised land. And Yahashua did not compromise. No. He messed up one time. And when he messed up, his intention still was right. Y'all remember when the Malak, when you, that was Yeshua showed up. Y'all remember AI? Y'all know what happened at AI? They got whoop, beat down because uh, Achan had violated the first fruits. Those first 10 cities, the first one was a first fruit, and the remainder was a tithe It was dedicated unto the Lord. And Somebody in the camp went and took the spoil and hid it and want to take it for themselves. that's what happened and defiled the whole nation. It always be somebody in the camp. Secret sin ain't no secret sin. Holy Spirit see everything. And he gives a space of repentance. And when that space is over, he exposed everything. Oh, Chad! did you hear about They've been doing it all the time. Don't nobody just walk, turn their back on the Father like the day you hold holy and spirit-feeling and happen, Oh, and just making your stand. And then tomorrow you're different. No, that stuff was there all the time. All right, let's go back to this. Omer. It means tent. Now we understand the significance of the Omer and the first fruits of barley and, who you, and the significance of yeshua now on the 50th day of the count of the Omer, began the feast of Shavuot or harvest or weeks is what it's called not pentecost sad people did it a religion did it they rather honor a number instead of the holy divine appointed day pentecost sunday that's, that's rebellion. That is rebellion. I don't care where you come from, what tongue you speak in, you're wrong. It don't exist. Fifth day of the calendar of Omar began the feast or divine appointed time of Shavuot or harvest of weeks. This is the feast. This is the divine, watch this, appointed time <laughs> that the Holy Spirit descended from heaven on the believers. The governor, the Holy Spirit, Yeshua did everything he did during the divine appointed times, holy week. The Holy Spirit came back when? Divine appointed times. He didn't change nothing. Well, you know, we got the Holy Ghost, so we can do it when we get ready. You're a liar. You're a bald-faced, napper-head, skit head liar. You can't do what you want to do. The Holy Spirit didn't do it himself. He didn't just feel people uh, just wait till one day and then you you get the baptism on holy spirit and you got a whole denomination doing it we're gonna have pentecost sunday who i got a fresh feeling again
2: no you didn't no you did
1: okay now because of the first fruits come on let's go let's go let's go back to the notes dr Nay finished reading it from them no because of the first fruits
0: Because of the first fruits of the year's barley offering, the blessing of the Holy Spirit was given to those who obeyed and believed.
2: Hebrew. Deuteronomy 16
0: and nine through 12, Messiah two, one through four. The third day of the counting of the Omer equals resurrection. The third day of the counting of the Omer was the day Yeshua was lifted up.
1: Y'all see that? Now, what's in it? Now, you said lift it lifted up. Where did it, where did it, uh, when you hear lift it up, what come to mind? Gimel. Gimel. What does a Gimel mean?
0: Gimel means to lift up and to be bountifully blessed.
1: What number corresponds with Gimel? What number came from Gimel? Three. Thank you. Now, I don't know what the mainstream religious
2: doctrine say that three mean.
0: They say Trinity.
1: They say Trinity, but three means to be lifted up. Watch this. You can take it down. And bountifully blessed or to be lifted up in pride and rebuked.
2: It's two meanings. Pride, go before destruction. A halted spirit before the fall. Three
1: days, three weeks, three months, three years. You can put it in segment. A person in pride, you, you, can, you can count their end. It's going to be in segments of threes when the father deal with them because they lifted themselves up. And who was the first one to do that? Lucifer, the covering chair. He lifted himself up and said, I'm going to be like it. I'm going to sit on the side on the, in, the, in the mount of the congregation. He said, I'm going to sit on the sides of the Noah. And, and when he said the mount of the congregation, he was saying the government that would govern the congregation, which is the kingdom government. So he replaced the kingdom government with religious government and he controlled it we just saw what he's controlled that's why you got Pentecost Sunday Palm Sunday Resurrection Sunday Easter Sunday because it came from Lucifer he is the source of it all that's him the have established his own congregation watch these movies we watched John Wick four or five or one of them all the meetings took place in the cathedral
2: Now, uh,
1: let, let me say this right here. If you watch a lot of uh, gangster pictures, you know, dealing with uh, native-born Black Americans and, and Black folk who come over here from the islands and all of that, all they meetings is going to be in a drug house or stuff like this, you know, and all that kind of stuff, or they're going to be in a big mansion. But when you look at the mafia and the Italian gangs and European gangs, they
2: got crosses on. They go and see in the priest. Even media is trying to tell you something. And then you see these guys with the grills in their mouth and the tattoos everywhere. They got a cross stuck on their chest.
1: That's a mixed message. I be mean, well, will you take that cross off you? Or oh, you got the ladies out here. All they cleavage showing and a cross How you hang up, wait a minute, help me now. If the cross represent Yeshua and his suffering and holiness and his blood, which we never ever count as a common thing, how you slap a cross between your your,
2: your cleavage? Satan is ruling that person.
1: Yeshua would never promote sexual immorality, immorality, or sexual desire. You know, I mentioned about the body women and men doing bodybuilding and all this kind of stuff. Satan would never promote, I mean, the Holy Spirit never promotes unsanctified sexual desire. He would never tell a woman to dress to promote sexual desire and eyes being put on your body he would never tell you to do that he would never tell a woman to dress so you can see all the cracks of a butt where it turned, where it go in where it come out and come around and everything that's not the holy spirit the devil is a liar
2: and if you all remember you go back
1: when, when uh, years ago I was telling you then, they're going to come up with some type of clothing that look like stockings. That's what I said. It's going to look like stockings and they're going to call it something else and then they're going to graduate from that to something else. Then I said, it, Dr. Renee? Joan, didn't I say it?
2: And here we got them, leggings.
1: And the mainstream culture validate that. You got people sitting in churches wearing leggings. You got women that need to be trying to hide as much as you can wearing leggings. Promoting obesity. Promoting unhealthy appearance. Let me tell you something. This thing is so common that people get offended when you address evil. That's evil. Move is promoted. Am I right? <laughs> yes. Let's go to question 11. That, that is unsanctified. The scripture says you are Sarah's daughters. If you don't promote,
2: hold on, I'm talking. If you don't promote
1: your body, it's right there in the scripture. It's been there all the time. He said that a woman, with a quiet and meek, meek, me teachable spirit, it's precious in the sight of Elohim. The question is, who you want to be precious in the sight of yourself, all the men that see you, or the Holy Spirit? Now, you make the choice, huh? you know. Oh, he just, he just,
2: no, he nothing. I'm teaching the word.
1: It's out of character of holiness. Now, if you want to do it, go right ahead, but we know, you know you're know, you not holy. You're telling the father himself, I am not holy. I want men to look at my behind. I want them to look at my cleavage. I want them to have sex when they see me. That's what I want them to think. I want them to think I'm sexy and to have sex with me when they see me. That's what you were saying. Oh, it's just fashion. Oh, girl, show your body. Oh, you sexy. You got those stupid women in ministry telling these young girls that. And they got a church full of foods, full of. Women pastors in Memphis wearing pants with holes in it, showing their flesh. Why you want to show your flesh? I, I, wait, wait. Why do you want to show your flesh? Why? Does that promote holiness? It's, it does your skin. When people look at your skin, are they healed? You know, why you want to show it? Are people set free when they see your thigh? Cut out your jeans, cut out and they see your thigh? No, they are not. You attract demons to you. And then men are so ignorant because men have been taught that if you got a sexy woman, then you somebody and you trying to compete
2: with Shaniqua now. Let's get question 11. I
1: know why I'm saying this. Let's get question 11. This is the last one. Can Pentecost and Shavuah uh, come on, uh, 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 read uh, Yosef. Help me out. Read that right there.
3: Can Pentecost and Shavuot be used interchangeably? Most churches uh, or congregations celebrate um, Pentecost, but most Jewish people or Hebrew Israelites celebrate Shavuot. What should I celebrate, and does it matter? Um, no. Congregations have been indoctrinated with separational doctrine uh, established by the organ um, organized, I guess, religion system mm-hmm. through translations that change kingdom definition of terms and laws to fit that system and the culture of that started the church.
2: That's a book right there. I'm about to have go and start
1: writing again. The answer is no. I put churches in there on purpose, but I know you just didn't get your mind, your belief system watched. When you see that word, you go back. That's great. I put it there on purpose because churches do celebrate Pentecost and most Jewish proselytes and the Hebrew Israelites celebrate Shavuot. And I think one, both groups, both of those groups deny Yeshua as being Lord. All right. And what should I celebrate? And does it matter? Yes, it matters. And you shouldn't celebrate those. So churches have been indoctrinated, meaning they listen to stuff without checking it out. They just believe whatever they are told. Been as long as it's entertaining and you get a permission to live in sin and rebellion and telling people once they've always saved, you're good to go. So that's indoctrination with separational doctrine established by the organized religious system through translations that change kingdom definition of terms and laws to fit that system. All this stuff we've been mentioning are laws birthed out of the humanistic religious system and the culture of the government that started. Now look at Matthew sixteen and twelve, and then 8, eight fifteen, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be
2: through. Okay, we're going to go to Matthew 16 and 12. Matthew 16 and
1: 12. Somebody else that can see good and read with life and clarity. Come on and read.
2: Now start at verse 11 and then do 12.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: How is it that you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread, but be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees?
1: See, cause you got religious, you who are still sweeping their houses doing unliving bread and eating bread without living in it. Hmm. And he even look. He told him. He told him when he was here. What, what's wrong? What's wrong with y'all, man? What's wrong? not talking about no bread i'm talking about what these folk teaching he dealt with that while he was here verse where then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast using bread but against the teaching of the pharisees and the sadducees Mar- marcus 8 and 15
2: marcus 8 and 15 and read that for us and we're gonna uh I got more stuff, but we're going to stop. Who, who, Who is talking here? Whether
1: it's in red or not, we can pick out when Yeshua was talking. Go on and read.
0: Be careful, Yeshua warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod.
1: Listen, listen. watch out for the teaching of the religious youth
2: and the teaching of Rome.
1: the cultural teaching of Rome. You got a mixture. Called, it's called cultural religion.
2: You got Easter is a Roman holiday.
1: He said you got to watch out for both of them. Y'all see that? It's been all the time. Mainstream teaching, mainstream theology. Anything tied to the government. What the government has approved as being a holiday and you get paid for it like Christmas, for instance, getting a whole week and two off new years. That's Herod. Get the, the news is, is the Roman God got two faces, one looking back and one looking forward. I don't care who church you went to and had praise and worship. Yeshua said, don't do it. You better watch out. You defiling your system. Okay. You can take scripture down. I remember people, um, uh, when we did it, the once a couple of times we did the uh, watch night, I didn't know about the Hebrew calendar. I was on a, it was on a Gregorian calendar and uh, people came by. Uh, we, we just come and, and I found out what they was doing. They would go to different churches for uh, concerts, basically. It went not no praising words, concerts. And then after they went I'd travel all around the city, then they went to the club. I didn't even know that was going on. They go to the club then. That's what people, people still doing it. So we got off of that The Holy Spirit got us off of that. Great. And I know what Watch Night actually was for the native-born Black Americans honoring their ancestors waiting to be made free. Now here it is. Another
2: Lazarus, Lazarus, incident occurred
1: in 1865. The native, the uh, force, those Hebrews, along with some Africans, primary Hebrews, who were brought over here and forced into slavery. They set them free, but they were yet bound. You remember, Yeshua said, Lazarus come forth, but he was still bound. And the Lord, and I'm no politician, I'm no Democrat or Republican. Yeshua Told the American government to not only set them free, but also to let them go. So when the native, when the uh, the, the the prisoners of war who was forced into uh, forced labor was set free, but they were still bound. Black Black Code laws. There was a Bible created. Uh, went from there to the Jim Crow laws. Over 400 years of grave clothes still wrapped around. And let me tell you something. Right to date, the United States government and other governments across the world still have grave clothes wrapped around Elohim's people. Systemic racism, racial hatred, racial supremacy, all this stuff is still taking reparation money and giving it away during the pandemic taking reparation money and sending it it, it to Ukraine, taking reparation money and give it to everybody else but who they should give it to. So this government and other governments in the world,
2: the same way, including Israel, still
1: uh, walking in defiance and rebellion against the word which said, let them go and take the gray clothes off, get them financial independence. Give them equal access. That never has taken place. So when I see a sign, and say, God bless America, I always say he can't. And I mean that from scripture. We're going to conclude with that. I think that's a good way to tap out. (laughs) And we love you much, appreciate you much. You have heard the word tonight, the Holy Spirit is dealing with you. And you need to go through that washing process. You do it by changing the way you think. Matter of fact, put this last one up.
2: Uh no, just
1: you don't have to put it up. It's time to repent, change, and get back to the truth. The first message that Yeshua taught was change the way you think because the government of the kingdom is back. And man, you have access, but you have responsibility to make a decision. I pray that you make decision tonight and accept Yeshua and what he did, and allow the Holy Spirit to wash you and make you clean. And you hook up with a ministry that's teaching and that stand for the government of the kingdom alone. Love you much and shalom.